Hi, I'm Keenan, one half of Part of Our World podcast, and I'm here with a very special episode um, because, as many of you know, I took a trip without co-host Rachel um, with my dad. And so I'm joined here with Mr. Jim Meadows himself, my dad. The dad. How you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're just, yeah, we're going to do a trip report of our universal trip. It was really, it was a whirlwind kind of... It was quick, but... A lot was accomplished. Oh yeah, totally a lot. A lot. So we'll, we'll we'll go through. We won't belabor you with all the details there, but we'll we'll kind of hit some of the highlights here and just give an overview of what we did and maybe talk about some of the attractions, what we liked, what we didn't like about them, and, and so on and so forth. So this was a spring break trip. Um, at least for for me, it was my spring break. But you know, it's a very popular time to go. But we flew out on a Monday, and I don't know. We got in at. 730 yeah, something like that and basically checked into the hotel and went straight to city walk we were hungry wanted some food and we also knew that it was smart to print our park tickets before the following morning which ended up being which, yeah that was clutch. a big uh, yeah. so pro tip there <laughs> and you can you can print them at the kiosks at the hotel but they told us you know they shut off at i forget what time or no was. the kiosks were off because of covid but the desk that printed the tickets for you was done at like seven or something yeah. so so we had to go into city walk to do that um there were a couple different places there where you could you could print them so uh while we were doing i really that, think keenan talked this guy into doing it and he wasn't really supposed to but uh, i don't think so you don't think no because the people that were in line in front of me were in line for the same thing okay and i was the like other line was doing the same thing too right right we kind of took i think people just didn't I stood know. in one line and keenan stood in another yeah. line so and i i wish we could tell you what those were taught one was guest services for sure one is just a little desk guest services which was the quickest yeah Yeah. and then the other one was tickets basically like a ticket office will call type thing yeah Yeah. um but anyway while we're waiting in line this couple behind me is kind of freaking out because they're just like hey can you make reservations here and the line i was in i was like i don't know i'm here to get tickets they're like, because every place is requiring reservations. And I'm like, oh, crap, we don't have a reservation. I wanted to make a reservation for this night, but we didn't know. I didn't want to make a reservation with the flight. Right. Didn't know how long the Uber would take. Had no idea, which, by the way, Uber was super easy. I mean, and he was super fast. Oh, yeah, he was flying. <laughs> he was flying. But, um, you know, I'm so used to taking the My Disney Express, which I love. It's a free service. They take the luggage to your room, at least in non-COVID times. Um, so this is kind of, you're doing it yourself and you are paying for it, but it, it was worth the cost, I think, cause yeah, we got there super fast. Yeah, we were there in minutes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we, I knew we wanted to eat a cowfish. So I was like, oh crap, got to get a cowfish reservation. And I checked and there were reservations and I'm like, perfect. So I'm on my phone. I book a reservation. We couldn't find the entrance. We finally like get there or we find one entrance and she, she's just like, well, you have to go to the front entrance, but we're not taking any more reservations tonight. And we're like, oh, that's okay. We got one. But we show up there, and they're like, yeah, so the, you made a reservation for tomorrow night. Now, I don't think they looked at when I made the reservation, which was literally minutes that's prior. Yeah. But they they took pity on me, and they were like, well, we'll let you up, and we, get, we got a table <laughs> in the bar area. Um, you got your typical Tito's. 
double shot. I got my double shot of Tito's with soda and lime. Which, which you needed after our flight. But, yeah, it was good. Um, but we ended up, we split a couple rolls. Uh, we got the Dion's OMG roll, which was tempura coconut shrimp. Connie, which we looked up, but I, I right know. now I can't remember what Connie actually was. Um, cucumber, and then it was coated in tempura flakes topped with fresh mango, avocado, honey marmalade sauce, and coconut flakes. <laughs> and it, it was the bomb. It was. <laughs> it was it so was. good. So, I Dad, mean, the you, other rolls were good too, but this was like well, yeah. And and you think when you you don't want to, you know. A, Typical tourist is going to buy like one of these things and they make them for the special rolls. But typically when I'm in a sushi place and I get a special roll, it's really not that good. Mm-hmm. But this, I would recommend that. To, I would tell you just get that. Yeah. If you go there, get that roll. See, I'm the opposite. I've had good luck with specialty rolls, <laughs> but um, I don't know. We, we we agreed we had to get spicy tuna, which yeah. was delicious. But I saw this on Yelp, I think it was. I was just like, oh, let's check and see. And he was making fun of me because apparently read something about how all millennials use Yelp before <laughs> they go out to eat. So I'm like, yeah, that's totally true. Um, but we were, we were skeptical. We're like, coconut flakes? I don't know. But it was. Ooh, I, I could go for one right now. Savory and sweet. Cowfish, too. I, I, you, everyone here probably knows about cowfish. But it's a hamburger and sushi restaurant. Which yeah, is, like a fusion. Seems kind of strange, but um, I would say most of the dishes I saw coming out that night were all sushi. But. That's true. I did see a couple burgers, and I've heard their burgers are good. They also have the burger sushi, which I really wanted to try, and we ended up not trying. I think I was turned off from it a little bit because it, it was it had a bunch of oniony stuff in it, like an onion. Um, I don't know. I just caramelized onions or something. I'm like, yeah, not for me. Yeah. But, but anyway, so that it was, was good. That was I'd, I'd eat there again, for sure. Um, but that was it. We had no plans to go to the parks or Crashed. do anything. Yeah, we just went back we, to the hotel. Because we got up at 5.30 the next morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're staying on site. We're staying at Cabana Bay, um, which also ended up being clutch. So you get into the parks an hour early. Well, I say the parks. You get into the Harry Potter worlds an hour can early. Can we talk about the hotel? We can. Okay. The hotel I thought was fantastic. Yeah. It's not the top of the line, but... It's cool. It's built like old uh, Vegas. Mm-hmm. It has uh, <clears throat> bowling alley, on the, which was neat. Yeah, which was neat. We didn't bowl. We, you know, it has a big food court and all that kind of stuff. But the pool was pretty cool. It has a um, what's the thing that we spent like so a lazy half. river. Yeah, we'll so we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, day we'll two, we because day two okay, we took we'll a we took a, um, a rest a rest period. But no, the the, the hotel was cool. We didn't really explore it that first night or anything, but I did like the theming, the Vegas, like, 1950s style. Um, And, like you said, there were a lot of amenities in the hotel, including a Starbucks, which Which we frequented every morning. Every morning. Every morning. (laughs) Which I try – it's funny because I try to save as much money as possible. Like, wherever (laughs) I can, I'm like, I I got to pinch pennies because these trips are so expensive. But I think you you convinced me that – don't suffer through the hotel coffee. Get your Starbucks. Because <laughs> that got us going for the day. Yes, you're right. We were up at 5.15-ish. Um, at least I was. I got up yeah. a little bit before you. But we were in line for Islands of Adventure by 6.30. Yeah. And they did start letting people in about 6.45. Yeah. There's like a guy with a megaphone out there like, welcome. It was. Yeah. It seemed totally <laughs> unnecessary. But um, look, 
I as as a travel agent, this is a tip I always give people, and I will swear by this. Whether you want to have a nice, relaxing vacation or not, unless you are dead set on sleeping in, get to the parks when they open. That's the best tip in the world because we were on Hagrid's. It was like what half an hour wait. 25 minutes, I think, is what we figured it yeah. out to be. Which, yeah. keep in mind, most popular ride in Universal. Yeah. Only available from a virtual queue unless you get in at park opening. So, Hagrid's, and then we did Hagrid's, Kong, Jurassic Park, Spider-Man. Hulk. Well, I was going to say before taking a break. We took a short break before Hulk to get some Annie Ann's, which was no, yeah, that's true. delicious. But, but yeah, okay, so also Hulk. But we did five rides. Before lunchtime, we did yeah. five of the biggest rides. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was amazing. So, highly recommended. And Hagrid's, that coaster is incredible, I it, think. It's, yeah, it's very realistic. Uh, if you've ever been on a motorcycle, uh, if, you've been, if you've ever been on a motorcycle going 50 miles an hour, then you would probably know what this ride is like yeah <laughs> except the turns and the twist but um yeah they you know it's a motorcycle with sidecar keenan took the uh, the handlebars i took the sidecar i don't know which is nice. the better seat I, I really don't um because my my ride was fantastic yeah so everybody wants the motorcycle i don't know if it's the cool factor you feel like you're driving the motorcycle or not but my dad was very nice and let me have the uh the motorcycle not the sidecar but yeah, I mean, there's not too much to say about the other attractions that we did. It, that's the thing about starting with Hagrid's was it's so innovative and exhilarating and really cool. The queuing's cool. And the queue was amazing, yeah. yeah. That everything else kind of pales in comparison. But I think for you and you and me both, Spider-Man is kind of a personal favorite of ours. Well, yeah, it's personal favorite because we've been there before. Yeah, it's and, got nostalgia uh, to it. But... Uh... Yeah, I think the Hagrid's. I mean, just going into and I'm not I'm not a Harry Potter guy, so I don't know that much about Harry Potter, but going into the um, whatever that's called that area, Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. The whole the look of it. It's so oh, realistic. it was breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we we didn't explore anything Harry Potter at this point, which is fine. It, we were just kind of like let's get all these rides yeah. out of the way, and then when parks are busy, we can go and explore and shop, which yeah. is, is exactly how we did it. But yeah, Spider-Man is always kind of a highlight. I remember you saying that you paid a lot more attention to the queue and to the story this time, and it made you like the ride more. Yeah, I more. liked the ride more this Felt time. Felt like you were I'd, in the cartoon. Probably the third time I've been on it, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I paid attention to the cartoon basically going in and kind of followed that theme. And uh, I, I still love that ride. It's it's one of my favorite rides of all Um you know, it's hard, you know, I know we're going to go through this, but it's hard to say for me what my favorite ride was. Mm -hmm. um, and we actually rode... Me, <laughs> <laughs> we rode every ride in there. Yeah. Every ride. Yeah. I mean... Well, we, except the water rides, but yes. Yeah, we didn't do two of the water rides. Which we were following touring plans, and that's also clutch. I think that, that there were times where it really came in handy. Um but touring plans had us doing water rides at like <laughs> ten in the morning. Not even. It was like nine thirty. We're like, yeah, we yeah not happening. Not happening. Um, I, speaking of water rides, though, Jurassic Park 
for as dated as it is, I felt like it held up pretty well, yeah. and I had a lot of fun riding that fun. ride. It was fun riding that. They kind of build up the anticipation. It's not the same as Splash Mountain, where like you get these cute critters anime, and no, this... things get darker. I think that Splash maybe does a bigger anticipation of the drop, where Jurassic Park does a better job at building like the sense of like danger. Yeah, the dinosaurs are on the loose, and then you see T Rex when you're headed on the drop. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It was a lot of fun. The raptors were cool. And the Hulk is insane. <laughs> the Hulk, that's my favorite. Okay. Um, it's insane. It, it start. I mean, it starts off with like a typical old ratchety roller coaster. And then it just shoots you out like, I don't know, like a cannon. Well, and, I think, isn't it 65? You shoot 65 miles per yeah. hour and immediately you do you like turn. a barrel roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome yeah that that rides a force to be reckoned with it is it's you know you have to take you know have to put all your stuff in a locker which sucks yeah yeah but still you know you would lose it if you didn't put it in the locker. <laughs> well i think the bigger thing is if something flew out and hit somebody kill somebody, kill somebody. Yeah. so but, yeah but that so, may be my favorite there i mean uh as a roller coaster too i mean there's rides. Uh, Hagris, to me, is a roller coaster ride. It um, is, yeah. Where the Hulk is a roller coaster. Straight up roller coaster. There's the theming. Like, when you're getting shot off, aren't you, like, getting the um, gamma the, rays or yeah, whatever? Yeah, the gamma rays. That, you're hulking out, and that's why you're flying out. around. Yeah. It's I, I get it, but you're right. It's totally just straight up roller yeah. coaster. So the Auntie Anne's wasn't enough to hold us over. Uh, we did have to get something. They're pretty good, though. That was delicious. It was perfect to... Yeah. Buttery bites. They were super buttery. <laughs> but um, we had lunch reservations at Mythos. Um, this was kind of like a must-try. It's got the sign out front, the highest-rated theme park restaurant or whatever. And the theming was really cool in there. It's like um, a grotto. Like it's a, like a ancient a cavern, Greece grotto. Yeah, like yeah. In, in the hills. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, was neat. Um, we got the semolina crusted calamari which is, I think, technically an appetizer, but we split it as part of our meal um, that comes with Spanish chorizo aioli, uh, marinara, and charred lemon. Yes. Very good. It was good. It was good. I think it was hyped up a little bit. Like, it was recommended by several people I mean, to I don't me. know. Yeah, calamari. I mean, of, calamari's I, calamari. Calamari, yeah. So it it, it had quite a bit of, uh, of the, uh, what's the ones we like? The tentacles? Tentacles. Yeah. 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 The nice crispy so, tentacles. We were fighting crispy, over the tentacles. We were fighting over this. Um, and then we got the lamb burger. Which was unique. You yes. can't get that everywhere. So the funny thing about calamari is calamari is calamari, but you can mess it up. It yeah. had bad, like, rubbery calamari. Oh, yeah. This was good. This it was crispy, nice crispy. Yeah, uh, but this, the lamb burger was totally unique and freaking delicious. It was delicious. It was perfectly cooked. Yeah. Um, great bun, brioche bun, I think it was. Yeah. And the uh, olive, the olive uh, aioli on top. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was outstanding. Yeah, so, that was really good. It's it's worth a stop, definitely for sure, worth a stop. for sure. And it's uh, nice to sit down and, and get out of the sun and get yeah. some rest. I mean, I I like I said, I do like saving money at theme parks, but I think that a sit down restaurant per one per day isn't out of the question because you you got to rest and you got to fuel up with your yeah. food and. It's worth it, and you're usually getting a better meal than like the quick service stops. Although a trend you're going to hear in this trip report is that <laughs> the food was solid through and through. It was, 
It was exceptional. I mean, when you think about theme park food, this was the all above any standard you would have out there. I mean, yeah. Disney World, I would say, wow, the food overall is better than the food I had at Disney World. And then we, we may argue about that, but... Uh, um. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get into that, but that's an interesting debate to have. I would say Well, I can't I won't say that either because I don't want to get into the Disney World meals I had because I've had some fantastic meals, but I think I've had I had more I would say quick stop food on this one because we were going Yeah. And so at Disney World it wasn't as much quick stop. Mhm is we'd make reservations at a restaurant, stuff like that. Yeah, but even uh, on the dining plan, you're still only getting one table service a day. Yeah. I think the thing about Universal, and maybe it's because we packed it in to like two days, basically. I know we were there for yeah. three, but it was like two total two and days, half, two, yeah. two and a half, but like two days in the parks. Um, so our, our sample size is small, but 100% success. Yeah. Whereas Disney, larger sample size, yeah. more misses. Yeah. That's probably That's the best way true. I would yeah. think about it. So I don't know if yeah. it's a fair comparison. That's probably, but, you're probably... but you're right. Every, unlike Disney, every single meal was, was not good. just good. Well, okay. One of them was just good, but the rest were, were delicious. All right. We digress. So <laughs> there is a path that is not always open, but there's a path between Seuss Land and Universal Studios. Uh, drops you off like right next to Rip Ride Rocket. Yep. So this was great. We just cut right through. Um, we had had done literally everything that we wanted to do in Islands of Adventure, save for the Harry Potter um, uh, Forbidden Journey. Yep. Uh, so it was time to head over to Universal Studios Florida, and uh, didn't want to wait, you know, two hours for Hogwarts Express. So we head over there, and we, we didn't have totally a game plan at this point. The touring plan had us doing, like, basically a bunch of shows, stopping seeing the Blues Brothers, doing the horror makeup show, things like that. Um, but we wanted to see Bourne. So we're like, we're going to kind of abandon the touring plan at this point. We're going straight to Bourne, but we had no luck. Like, we got there just a few minutes before the show started, maybe 10 or so. Yeah. And that's 15, I think. It 15, is whatever. But they were like... Yeah, you, you want to come back like 45 minutes in advance. We're like, really? Yeah. That seems intense, but okay. So we see that there's a horror makeup show about to happen, and we we eked in there. We were like in the last row, and um, we did that, which was fine. I mean, yeah. it was yeah, it was great. entertaining. It's entertaining, and you get to sit but, down. And it was yes, and it was nice and air-conditioned. Yeah. It was funny. I liked Beetlejuice. I will say I wanted more makeup gore special effects yeah. stuff a lot of it was them cracking jokes the whole time with like there were like three special effects that we saw yeah. so but when they showed those I was like, oh, that's really good. neat he's a comedian really yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway our plan was okay if we get out of this it'll leave us a half an hour to wait in line for born so we tried again <laughs> and they were like nope it's full you need to come back about 45 minutes before opening if you want to get in we're like dang they are serious about that like 45 <laughs> minutes so our our plan was at this point, and I'm, the details might be fudged a little bit, but we're like, let's just go get a drink yeah. and get go back and wait in line. So I think we went and we watched the Blues Brothers for a little bit. Yeah, watch the Blues Brothers, which and if, you, if you're there, you got to watch the Blues Brothers. You do. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Great time, great time. Um, so then we go to Shea Alcatraz, which was like, it's like where Jaws used to be. Used to be, yeah. Well, near where Jaws used to be. 
um, and got, I think we both just got beers, right? Yeah, we just got beers. Yeah. Grabbed a beer. It's local beer. Did we get yeah, a local beer? I did. Yeah. I don't know if you did or not. No, I got a, I got a Miller. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. I see, see, here's the thing. I wanted a craft beer, and we tried getting into the, um, the Irish pub. That was a super long wait. Yeah. There were a bunch of stands that you didn't have too long of waits for, but they had like rum punch and other stuff. And I'm like, I want an ice cold beer. That's all I want. <laughs> so finally we found this place, um, got our beer, went back and waited in line. Yeah. And it was totally worth the wait. Like it, I, I like it's worth a longer wait. <laughs> I hate to say that, but oh yeah. It's so good. I mean, you can try to explain it. I mean, yeah, there's so many moving parts to this thing that. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> so it's a stunt show in the same vein of Terminator that it replaced and Indiana Jones stunt spectacular at, or at um, Hollywood studios. So it's a stunt show, right? On steroids. But, but they use <laughs> the technology of the trackless vehicles that they use in like rise of the resistance and Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. And, but they use that trackless, um, vehicle to move stage pieces on and off the yeah. set and then there's this gigantic do you remember how big they said it was i don't know the screen was, it was like football field length i forget yeah. what they said but they gave a measurement and it's like this is insane gigantic screen and then they blend the the physical elements in person the actors and yeah. the stage props with the screen almost seamlessly i mean it's like it's like you're watching a movie in front yeah, of you. Yeah, I mean, the, the screen, there was probably, there was a, it opens with a fight scene. And there was probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 guys there. But probably only five or six were real oh, actors. Which, okay, so we saw it twice. And the second time I'm paying attention <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I want to see. But the first time I could not even tell. I was yeah. like, I was like, huh. That's a lot of actors yeah. for this for this production, <laughs> and then we go, and then you go through the show, and you're like, "There's not many actors yeah. in each scene. Yeah. There's no way the, that those was all those actors there." But the way they do it, super impressive. I mean, they bring in motorcycles, helicopters. Yes. There's explosions, like fast. There's a car chase. I mean. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. You don't need to be a fan of the Bourne movies to, to appreciate this, no. but my dad is a huge fan. Huge fan. So for Best him... out there. Yeah. So for him, this was like <laughs> top of the line. Nothing nothing really, I think, the rest of the trip compared to how great Bourne was. Because, I mean, I didn't really have many expectations for this. I had heard it was good, but it completely and utterly blew me away. Yeah. I like. We talked about it the rest of the day, even that night, and, and then the next day. <laughs> so yeah, so the funny thing is when when we do end up wrapping up um, day two and start thinking ahead to day three where we had kind of done everything, it was like, what else do we still want to do? And I was like, I want to ride Haggard's again, and he was like, I want to see Born again, <laughs> and it's like, yep, those are the two things that we have to do more than once. Done. Consider it done. Uh, but yeah, completely amazing. Uh, I think I think you made the comment. You're like, that's worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> It was. It's so good. Yeah. Um, so we, then we sna I, I managed to snag a virtual queue for The Mummy and Jimmy Fallon, which we did. I think The Mummy is classic. It's an yeah. indoor coaster. Definitely thrilling, but it's like Hagrid's where it has these story elements where you kind of – you don't 
story elements and the twists and the turns are yeah but you stop cool. and there's like a scene that happens and then you're back on the coaster and stuff so it's kind of like to me one of the original of that style of coaster and it, it holds up i think but then there's jimmy fallon's <laughs> so <laughs> so dad what he's laughing but what what were your thoughts about jimmy fallon well the cue one of the best cueing yeah. Of all, the, the whole so thematic, day right? or three days, it's so funny. And and you're in the, you, you know, you're in the Rockefeller Center and you're in the, that's where that Rockefeller 30 Center. 30 Rock, right? Yeah, 30 Rock. And you're like in the green room and they got the TVs and they're showing like the shows. But Bef- the, And before that is the lobby. Yeah, the you, lobby. You feel like you're there yeah. in the studio. And the, you know the elevator rings or whatever the light comes on you're red you get to go upstairs <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's really cool you're like you feel like you're you're part of the show then you get on the ride <laughs> it, okay it wasn't terrible my it wasn't comment terrible but it was yeah your comment is perfect was that it just seems for such a new ride the technology was dated yeah. it's just a 3D motion simulator yeah. And it wasn't that imp- – it wasn't like in a super impressive one no. like um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Like that's kind of the same thing, but that – Well, so totally... is Spider-Man. I mean Spider-Man and all that. Well, that's track. on a track though. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like Simpsons. Yeah. But it doesn't feel that much better than Simpsons the despite being made great. a decade yes. later. Yeah, the graphics weren't great. Yeah. The the story was kind of dumb. Like, the story was stupid. Racing. I don't know. I just – the, the cue, you're right. The cue, like, I I was actually kind of like getting hyped up. I'm like, this yeah. is really neat. And then you actually ride the ride and you're like, oh, well, that's a ride. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I would totally do it again. Yeah. I think the experience is fun. It's just. Yeah, I'd love to take, you know, like my wife. If Twister, I took my wife folks. down there, I would go, I'd go back to it because the cue is funny. Yeah. It's just the clips they have of these shows. Yeah. Is, and it's a, it's a virtual queue so that's the other thing is you're not really waiting that long for it like I definitely would not want to wait a super long time in line for this ride but I would do it I'd probably do it every time I go to Universal my big thing is it replaced Twister Twister replaced Ghostbusters <laughs> and a part of me is just like you keep replacing and don't, I liked Twister but in my mind they keep replacing great ones great ones with inferior yeah. ones at least in that building it's like come on folks anyway um, after that, we went to Diagon Alley finally. Yes. And um, so so Universal Studios is set up supposedly like a movie studio with different sets. And this is the London set. And so it's kind of hidden behind some walls, which is really cool. You hear the bricks moving just like you would in the movie from the spell. And uh, then you come around this corner and, I mean, my jaw just dropped it it feels like you just stepped right into the Harry Potter universe. And this is where my dad and I, I think just had different experiences because I'm a not massive Harry Potter fan, but I really enjoyed it. I've read all the books, seen all the movies and it was completely and just insanely immersive. Uh, Whereas you were like, this is cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is cool. I mean, the whole dragon and everything, which the dragon that we waited for, I don't know how many different times. Never saw it Never fire. saw it. The one night we thought for sure we'd see is when they had lightning and, and Didn't high they winds. say it was like every five minutes? How did we miss this yeah. dragon? Every time we, we'd either be 
walking in a shop and it would go off or walking out of a shop and it went off. And we or we just round it. a corner. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we'll circle you back could around. Hear it. You could hear it, but and we didn't see it. You'd hear it and then everybody would cheer. And you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harry Potter, like, Diagon Alley, it was insane. So one of my favorite moments from this entire trip, and this is a large reason why Rachel, she kind of wanted to do this trip report where she interviewed me. But I didn't want to, I don't want to spoil Harry Potter world for her. Like I want her to <laughs> discover these things on her own. But we're walking around Diagon Alley and I see a little sign that says Nocturne Alley this way. And this is from the books. This is where like the dark arts are practiced and it's this sinister dark alleyway. And we walk back there and I'm just like, holy smokes, this is insane. Like I feel like I stumbled upon this. And of course later we're walking around and I see a different entrance to it. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of right there in your face. But at the moment felt like I had just stumbled That's upon where the heads, the shrunken heads, shrunken heads. Yeah. Yep. Um, there was like a dark arts gift shop and there were plenty of places for you to do the wand where you kind of, um, make magic. Yeah. Make things, things happen. Yeah. So you can make the shrunken heads talk or whatever. And, um, there was nobody back there. Like everywhere else when there was a wand spot, yeah. there were kids lined kids out the wazoo. Out this one was kind of hidden. Um, but I def I'll say this. I think they're like 60 bucks for a wand. And if I ever take my kid there, we're getting the freaking wand. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm spending the money on it because there were so many places. Yes. You wait in line to experience it. And it's kind of less magical because you watch all the people before you yeah. do the magic. But I, I think that that's super cool that they, they integrated that. I wish star Wars world had something similar. In fact, I found myself saying, I think that Harry Potter world is more immersive than the Star Wars world. And I'm it a much is, bigger Star is. Wars fan than Harry Potter. It is. It is. Um, yeah, it's an experience. I mean, we'll get into the the train ride and all that kind of stuff, too. But it's, um, it's a whole experience. Whereas I think Star Wars at Disney World, the rides are great. Everything's great. You know, the little bar is great. All that, but the whole—I don't know if you want to call it the town area. Mm -hmm. Not like Harry Potter; it's just not as graphic and not in your face. Yeah, yeah. it's really not. Yeah. It's really not. And I think they messed up. I—I I hate to say it because I was a long-term supporter. Like Galaxy's Edge, I liked that they created this new location because if you didn't nail tattooing or you didn't nail all these locations from the movies, that people would riot. But seeing how Harry Potter did do those exact locations and did nail it, I'm like, nah, they could have done it. They could have done a better job with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Anyway, sorry about my squeaky chair. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about the, the Hogwarts Express because for me that was probably the most disappointing part of the Harry Potter world. And I don't know if it's because we waited so long for it or if it's just the ride itself is like whatever. But going into the London Underground I thought was super cool. And I, you, I messed up too. Oh well, I meant I meant just the like when you're in the subway area, yeah. and it looks like the London Underground, and then you kind of weave through your queue there. It took like 45 minutes, I think, um, and then eventually you get to the spot, yeah, where the, you actually go through platform nine and three quarters. And I <laughs> tweeted out the video that my father took of me going through the platform <laughs> because I don't know what happened, <laughs> but. Well, I think what happened, you said, here, videotape me. And I thought, you thought I already turned on. So, he... so then I hit it. Oh, that's right. You hit record to hand it, to stop it, to stop hand it back it. to me. But that's when you that's started recording. That's all we recording. got was recording me handing back the <laughs> phone. But it is really cool. You do, you can watch people disappear through the 
the platform nine and three quarters. That was neat. But the ride itself, okay, the train is awesome. It looks yeah. super cool. You definitely feel like you're getting on Hogwarts Express from the movies. But then you're in your little like train trolley car, and there's like a screen where stuff happens, yeah. and it yeah. was fine. That's okay. Yeah. It was kind of neat, but I don't know. The lines are long. Rachel's going to love it, I think. But yeah, I think that was part of it. You just wait for it, and you're like, this is the longest we've waited for anything, and it's just some yeah. stuff on a screen, yeah. and we're transferring parks. So anyway, we head back over to Hogsmeade, so more Harry Potter action. We ride Harry Potter and the Fer- Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, which, which I, I, like. I thought was fantastic. Nice use of screens with animatronics. The screen stuff is a little dated, right? Because it was a little like, I don't know. Well, I went on it when it first opened. How many years ago that was? I have no idea. It's, I tell you what, it's a, um, both times now I felt a little squeamish coming off of that. And I think you did too. It was a little, it rocked me a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. I think mostly I needed to eat. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. Because the first time I went on, I was real squeamish, but I didn't even, we went on opening at the park. Uh-huh. First ride. Oh, right. No yeah, breakfast, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. So that could be it. Though. The reason I'm not convinced that it upset me that much is that I wrote it again on the third day and had, I had no yeah. problems. I was fine with it. Uh, but that, no, that ride is super cool, um, kind of terrifying. Like, yeah. you go through the Forbidden Forest, there's the spiders, uh, there's the Dementors, and... queue line's great, too. Oh, the queue is amazing. So, we were in the one room with Hermione, Ron, and Harry, where they're explaining the story of the ride. They're trying to break you out of Hogwarts so you yeah. can go watch the Quidditch match. And they're like, yeah, we'll create a diversion. And they're like, this will work. And they cast a spell for snow, and it literally starts snow. snowing yeah. in the room. It was amazing. <laughs> the portraits are talking to you. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yep. The headmaster is in there. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, super cool. Um, and then we decided to do some themed dining in <laughs> Hogsmeade. And we went to the three broomsticks. We kind of cheated a little bit, not intentionally, but we went in through the Hogshead, which is the bar. And we're like, oh, there's open tables here. And we go sit down and my dad goes, do we need to like see a host or anything? And I'm like, no, it's a quick service place. It's probably just seat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) When I went to use the restroom later, I found out that no, there actually is an entrance. And there there wasn't like a line line, but there was somebody seating people. So I don't think it hurt anything because we wouldn't have waited. But finally got to try my butter beer. It was delicious, <laughs> definitely nice frozen treat with I don't know like like cream soda e cream soda yeah with a little like marshmallow fluff on top I don't know but it was delicious I got a turkey leg it was just okay it was it was a good turkey leg I guess but it was just you know a turkey leg and I you had get, fish and, you and, fish and chips. chips it was pretty good yeah. it wasn't it was probably it was the it was the. It wasn't bad, but it was the worst meal of the trip. Correct. Yes. Correct. Would I eat there again? I don't think so. No, nah, there's not too many other places. So. Yeah, but I would totally sit down in there and have a beer or yeah. a butter beer. Yeah. Like the atmosphere was cool. Uh, I went to use the bathroom, and Moaning Myrtle is. <laughs> you can hear her in one of the stalls, like moaning and doing her thing, and I was just like, oh, gosh, the attention to detail. Um, you can hear like footsteps above you as you're sitting and eating and kind of like conversations and very, 
keep using the word immersive, but it's very immersive. Um, so th- at this point, it's kind of late in the evening, 7.30, 8 o'clock-ish. Yeah, and we've and, been there since 6.15. Yeah, so. and had been up since 5.15. Yeah. And I'm pushing my old man all over the place. <laughs> so here's the thing. I was I was ready to stay till I think we had a um, – we had scored a Hagrid's virtual queue for like 845 or something like right up, right up. I guess park close was a 10. So not right at park close, but I was like, I will stay and ride this again. I want to ride it at nighttime. And then we were like, we're, we were both just done. So it's like, okay, I don't he gave in. He gave in to me. Look, if, if it was 30 minutes away or something like that, there's no like question in my mind, but it was like an hour and a half away. And it was like, I don't even know what I would do in that time. So aside from maybe drink by myself, and that's no fun. <laughs> so, so we went back, and I was I was foolishly optimistic that we would be able to score Hagrid's again at the same time the next day. Didn't happen, so we didn't get that that evening uh, Hagrid's coaster. All right, so day two, I had to keep pushing my dad, and I think I think I would I was sweetening the deal by saying I'll go get Starbucks. <laughs> that was like the thing. I was like I'll go get Starbucks, and then you would meet me. At the bus. Yeah, yeah, at the bus, and we'd be ready yeah. to go. Um, but on this day, we were not as – we were earlier the day before. Yes. And so I was starting to kind of like, oh, gosh, I don't want to get stuck. And, you know, silly me, I should have realized the demand for Hagrid's is way greater than the demand for uh, any other ride. Yeah. Like, we did not need to rush as much as we did. But anyway, we he took the escalator, and I took the stairs because that's how I roll. I'm like, I'm sprinting <laughs> up these stairs. And I was like, oh, I'll just find him – at the like hub, which was a stupid idea because <laughs> listen, cool. if you have not been to Universal before, I don't even know how to prepare somebody for this. You like, get to prepare my clients for angles. it. They're, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like, like a terminal in in a. It's like Grand Central Station. Yeah, you have yeah. like eight different paths all converging into one spot. That then you have to go out a specific way to get to the City Walk, which yeah. then you have to go another different way for the parks well, it splits off yeah but so i was like i'll meet him here and i'm looking around i'm looking around i'm like i don't see him i'm like i'm gonna i'm not gonna find him here he's gonna walk right past me so i was like i'll meet him in line and i start to go to get in the line at universal studios and i was like i know i told him that universal studios yesterday i was like hey tomorrow we're gonna turn right and go here to go to universal studios but you do have Islands of Adventure you just keep going straight down city walk to get yeah. there but studios you got to turn right, right and veer off and I was like, son of a gun, he's going to he's gonna go to Islands of Adventure, I can almost guarantee it. Because I'm like <laughs> waiting there and I'm like, he's not here. I don't know what to do. So I went back to City Walk, eventually called you and got a hold of you. And I was like, hey, then, yeah. are you at Islands of Adventure? You're like, yeah, why? <laughs> but it's all good because we got in. We got in. Um, and, and we got in not, we still got in before the park opened, but it was, they had already let the guests in the holding pen. Yeah. So it was after 6.45. But we still only waited like a half an hour for yeah. Escape from Gringotts, which is – a it's it's kind of like Spider-Man, I guess. That'd yeah. Be the best comparison. Yeah, I would say it's Spider-Man or Mummy maybe? Well, Mummy doesn't, have, Mummy doesn't have screens. But, yeah, I you're know. right. It's kind of like a, a combination, combination between Spider-Man and the Mummy. You're on a roller coaster track. Yeah. You stop at screens. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun good. for sure. Um, I think I prefer Forbidden Journey, but they're both they're both equally really good. Very I thematic. 
Forbidden Journey, but that's... the cue for Forbidden Journey, hands yeah. down, is better than Gringotts. But yeah. Gringotts' cue is also cool. Yeah, you, went you go to the bank. You go into the bank. You go down into the vault. Like you definitely feel like, wow, we're going in to mm-hmm. get this bank bank loot or whatever. I think a lot of it too. It might have been, you know, a lot of it wasn't in operation due to COVID. So they mm-hmm. have like queuing rooms where you might have listened to the banker talk or whatever the case may be where you just went past that. You're absolutely right. No pre-shows. So. And, and in fact, one thing I said was, I don't think I'm coming back to Universal until pre-shows are back. Because yeah. there's such a huge part of the ride, especially a ride like that, that I just feel yeah. like you're missing out on a, on a big part of it. Um, so anyway, this is, this is the early park hours. And at Studios, they also opened a couple other rides. I say a couple. They also opened Despicable Me. Really, wasn't that the only other ride that was open? Yes. And maybe the train, the Hogwarts Express? I don't know. Well, no, uh, Simpsons open too? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, we had to wait for Despicable that one. Despicable Me, yeah. So we're like, I guess we'll ride Despicable Me. And I don't know if it was we had very low expectations or if Jimmy Fallon's was that bad. <laughs> but I think we both really liked Despicable Me. <laughs> it was good. Which it is the fun. same type of ride of Jimmy Fallon's. But yeah. it was like, no, this one actually kind of makes sense. And yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like bouncing on all the heads of all the minions. And they did a, they did a they good did, job with I it. thought they did a much better job. They, there was a lot more that you felt in that ride, you know, yeah. that, that was actually real feeling. Yes. Oh, like, like you said, bouncing on the head, heads yeah. or whatever. But th- that's probably a big part of why Fallon's, I think, doesn't work that well. You're taking a real-world show, making it fantasy. You're going to the moon and all yeah. this stuff, and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. With Despicable Me and The Simpsons, you're being put into a cartoon. Yeah. And they do a good job of making you feel like you're in the cartoon, like you're be- you're getting training to become a minion. Yes. <laughs> it, just, it just worked. So we did that. We both were like, well, that was kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Our, your grandkids will love this, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, and then we just kind of, we needed the, the rest of the park to open. So I wanted to check out, um, gosh, I forget what it's called, but Universal does like a rotating theme shop or a gift shop where they theme it for whatever's going on at that time. And Mardi Gras was supposed to end the Sunday before we got there. Right. But it was still going on. And, you know, they actually just extended it to like May 3rd right? or something. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, well, they we bought all this food. We got... and, yeah, they got food, all kind of food. Um, different countries take on Mardi Gras. Festival. Festival, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I thought that was a little weird, but cool. Yeah, know? the floats were cool. We didn't really do anything Mardi Gras We didn't Gras get theme. beads. I didn't have to take my shirt off or anything to no, get beads. none but... of that. I don't think you have to take your shirt off. No, but they were throwing beads. <laughs> they were. They were. Honestly... I listen to a lot of podcasts. I remember listening to um, Main Street Magic, and um, Jeremy was just raving about some some um, of the dishes that were available at Mardi Gras. Um, our friend Justin from Monday Morning Monorail Podcast was was there and was you know doing kind of a report on the Mardi Gras food. And I'm like, this all sounds great. I'm kind of pissed that it ends right before we get there, but. I'm the type of person that because I didn't write anything down, I didn't take any notes like, hey, try this, try this, try this. I We didn't do it. Yeah. There was decision a lot fatigue of good, came in, and uh, I was like, I'm not getting anything from Mardi Gras. There was a lot Gras. of good Spanish food that we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of – now I can't remember. But the food that they had – Well, there's had, a booth that had like a Cuban and some other stuff. The Cuban, like, Dang, that yeah. sounds good. But we yeah. didn't end up trying any of it. No. That's, I kind of regret it, but I also didn't want to just walk around to the different booths and try a bunch of stuff when yeah. – this is... We had rides to get on. <laughs> well, and it was like, it's it was my first time at Universal since 
2008, I think. So for, since they did all the Harry Potter stuff. And for me, it was a big trip to kind of cut my teeth as a travel agent and to be able to help my clients. Well, I thought about it. And most of my clients aren't going to be going during Mardi Gras. So I want to be able to recommend food right. and stuff like that for just generically. And then for my for clients who are going during Mardi Gras, I can give them like a Mardi Gras guide and say, hey, look look, look this over and, and see if there's anything that sounds good. Yeah, to I don't you. know what they do next year. I mean, Mardi Gras is during spring break for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, usually it goes it's through like longer the f- because of Easter. Yeah. Easter was so early this year. So, well, and even this year, usually it goes through the first week of April and they cut it back yeah. because of COVID, I guess. But then for whatever reason, they're like, it's like how to be all the merchandise. They're like, we didn't push this merchandise. Yeah. Hey, another month of <laughs> a festival. Yeah. They had their, what do you, what do you call it? Tribute shops. That's what it was. Thank you. We went yeah, into the, tribute the shop, uh, New Orleans, which was really neat. Yeah. Didn't buy anything there, but it was really neat. You could buy um, anything that you could buy on uh, Canal Street or in the square in New Orleans. You could get in these shops, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, they did have beignets at one of the booths. Didn't <laughs> didn't get that. Definitely should have. Um, but yeah, we were kind of just biding our time before the other attractions started opening. And an interesting thing about Universal that I I haven't seen Disney do is that the app will tell you, okay, this ride opens at eight. This ride opens at eight <laughs> fifteen. This ride opens at eight thirty, which I guess is fine. Whereas Disney, it, it just seems like. Hey, everything's open yeah. um, after the early magic hours. Well, the, so we did have the wrong time for the Rip Rocket. No, that was the touring plans at. Okay. So that was not that was not sanctioned by Universal. That was okay. a third party. Which you're right. It was like ride this now, and it's like it's not open till nine thirty. <laughs> and who knows why it wasn't open till nine thirty? But so our our course of action went Transformers, which we found was like it's another three D ride, and it was sort of like that was really neat. But I'm starting to get kind of 3D motion simulator yep. fatigue at this point. Um, Fast and the Furious, which replaced Earthquake. And I had heard just how laughable and terrible this ride is. And I think I told you, I kind of want to ride it just to see how bad it is. And we were like, it's not that it's bad. Not it that is bad. pretty cheesy, that... though. It's pretty cheesy. It's only cheesy at the end. It's only cheesy. I felt like it was cheesy most of the time. Like Tyrese shows up and well... I don't know. The party part was cheesy. Too. The party part was super cheesy. <laughs> I think the whole thing was cheesy. But I the ride's just, not. I do, you know, I would. I would not tell anyone not to ride that ride, though. Yeah, well, especially unless we, you're unless you're crunched for time. And well, we walked on. Choices. We waited yeah. zero minutes for it. So, but if you have the time, ride it. It's yeah. not. It's not that bad. For waiting, no, no time for it. It wasn't bad at all. My thing is, just like Twister, it replaced Earthquake, and. Take that ride for what you will. We we kind of talked about like, like maybe the they're getting rid of the twisters and the earthquakes and stuff like that because those are natural disasters. People die in earthquakes. People don't want to go to a theme park to ride it. But I do think that the Fast and the Furious was missing that live element because an earthquake, remember there's a scene where the subway stops yep. and the water comes down. And the, the water comes down. The oil tanker crashes yeah. over. There's an explosion and it feels you very feel real. It. There's Fast and the Furious. Every like King Kong, every scene was just a screen. Yeah, it was a screen. And uh, I guess I just don't like those rides that much. The King Kong, the Fast and the Furious. Just didn't really took do, Ghostbuster out. And that's not in that. Uh, you know, disaster. that was in the same. <laughs> true, true. Well, I, you know what I think it was is I think they felt like Ghostbusters was an outdated IP, and it was outdated technology. They had they did have to replace the Ghostbusters technology, I think, but. You know, jokes on them because now Ghostbusters is coming back. Yeah. So, um, 
we did ET. That I, for me, I was like, I have to ride ET. <laughs> it was just nostalgia. It's a cute ride. It's 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 a classic. I mean, it has that old school charm that a lot of Disney rides have, where it's just like the ride. Is it amazing and technologically advanced? No, but it's got heart and soul, and it's got a good story. It's kind of weird when you go to the planet, but it's neat. That was yeah, the planet's weird, but which is not part of the movie. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah. uh, they had to put something in there, I guess. You know, just he doesn't fly something away. Something beyond just yeah. escaping from Indiana or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, then we went and did the Simpsons ride, which loved it. I really did like it. That. Well, it is it is good. Once again, the technology is a little bit dated, but. They do a pretty good job it's of making you feel like the it's a cartoon. Story is great, yeah, and yeah, and it's built upon the characters. And we talked about it replaced Back to the Future, which is one of both of our favorite yes. all-time rides. But my thing was, you can't you can't have a motion simulator with video from the early '90s yeah. in 2021. It would just look yeah. so bad. So at some point it had a good place. And, you know, Simpsonsville, like the area, Springfield, yeah. I thought it was super cool. And it, the, the way they designed the buildings, they looked like they were in the cartoon despite yeah. being like in front of you. Um, and then I, I did convince him to ride Rip Ride Rocket, which the funny thing is our listeners probably do not know that <laughs> you're not like j- jumping at the, at the bit to, to ride Hulk and Rip Ride Rocket and the mummy. But I got him on all of the, all of the big coasters. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Were you, you want to talk about that? Rip what Rip Ride Rocket? Is that what you were saying? You thought yeah. was fantastic or Simpsons? Yeah, I thought the the one of the best parts of Rip Ride Rocket is the fact that you get to select music. However, our music stopped halfway through the ride for some reason. Yeah, and but it made the ride because I forget what I picked now. Oh, I picked Aerosmith something I think. But um, you picked. Uh, what did you pick? You oh, Almond uh, Brothers. Brothers um, uh, I forget. Yeah, I know. But anyway, the music adds to the ride. It does. It definitely adds it to does. the ride. It does. It's kind of thrilling. I don't know. It's no Hulk. That's no, it's no Hulk, but it's also, it's more um, vertical, you think? it's Well, yeah. more of a drop. Yeah. Yeah. There's more of a drop. I don't know. I mean, my thing is, Rip Ride Rocket was a good coaster. If you placed it in Cedar Point how would it stack up against other coasters? And I think, you know, most of our longtime listeners know that Cedar Point's kind of our home theme park. We talk about it all the time. And there's a very high standard for coasters there. Hulk would still dominate at Cedar Point. It would be one of the best coasters there. Rip Ride Rocket, it'd probably be middle of the road. So I didn't I didn't dislike it. I had a great time riding it. Um, but it's not, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. It's fun, though. I'd do it again. I'd do it every time. It's a good coaster. I feel like I'm knocking it, but it's a good coaster. Um, food, we decided to go back to uh, Springfield. Um, so for me, okay, so I have not watched Simpsons in probably a decade. But from like my late high school to college years, obsessed with the show. Uh, loved it. Had You know, the first like 12 seasons, I've probably seen every episode multiple times. So Simpsons, Springfield was very cool. I had to have a beer in Moe's Tavern. I had to have a Duff beer. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't get food in uh, most tavern. But we were in there. But we went in. It's cool. Um, they do have like a food court. They call it Fast Food Boulevard, um, and it's kind of neat. There's these different you know locations from the show that you can get fast food from, but you're really ordering just from one kitchen. Yeah. And so we each got a beer. I got the regular Duff beer, which I felt tasted like fat tire. You got Duff light. 
which we said tasted like Yingling. Yes, Ying, Ying, Yingling. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was I, good. I would get it again. Um, and then we both got <laughs> the Nathan's chili cheese hot dogs and curly fries, which was awesome. Some somehow <laughs> freaking fantastic. It's a foot long hot dog, and it was so good. And the curly Loaded fries with were chili good. and and cheese, and it was. I don't know if it was the time of day. I don't we know. Were just that fact hungry. That you had <clears throat> had a nice beer. But it was it was so good. There was something perfect about that meal. Yeah. I don't know how sitting in a food court eating freaking chili dogs was. Well, you also was got to watch Simpsons. Simpsons on TV. Yeah, it was stuff. fun. But yeah. it was just like I I I couldn't believe how good this like fast food was. Yeah. So and it was like ten bucks for the whole yeah. plate. I mean, not including the beer. Um, but yeah, totally good. It was like that nacho cheese. Oh my gosh. I I mean, I would get that every time I go. Yeah. It was so good. Um, and we had to go do Men in Black. Another classic. Another I, classic. I, sorry, Disney fans. I think this is better than Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, but it's exactly the same type of game, uh, same type of ride. It's a shoot 'em up game. You're shooting, it's better. Shooting yeah, lasers a, at aliens. Yeah, it's definitely better. Yeah, it's definitely better. Yeah. Well, for starters, you get to hold the gun. Yeah. Whereas Space Ranger Spin, it's like on the car. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. But like, yeah. and you're spinning around, you, you get, feel like, you know. Oh yeah. Whipping around and trying to shoot these aliens. Yeah, it's That's a blast. Cool. And then you get the, the Men in Black theme. But, you know, here's the thing, Dad. By So we, we had a fairly early lunch in the state. It was like 11.15, which, by the way, by the time we finished our lunch, the line was out the door and around yes. the corner. Yeah. So uh, if you're thinking about eating lunch, I think they opened at 11. Early. Yeah. They opened at like 11, tried to get in there in there, in there at 11 because there was nobody in there at the start. And then it was insane. Um, but, uh, by once again, by noon, this is day two, we had literally ridden everything <laughs> yeah. we wanted to ride except the Hogwarts Express from Hogsmeade yeah. to London. Everything. Right. Yep. No yeah. stone left on. I mean, I guess we maybe wanted to do Shrek 40, which we didn't end up doing. We didn't. Well, and we, we had talked about the water rides, but really the must do's and nearly every ride in the park we had done. We didn't do the Seuss trolley though. It was not a must do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time when we take the kids, um, we're like we wanted we wanted some like R and R time at the pool, and so this was the time we had. I mean, most of the day. The funny thing is, we get back to the hotel. We're like, oh, we're gonna hit the pool. This man is asleep within like thirty <laughs> seconds. Like you hit the bed. We're like, oh, I'll just sit down for a minute, and he's out. Well. That happens. Yeah. I'm 67 years old. Yeah. Well, and I dosed too, didn't <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, you dosed. I was reading for a little bit, yeah. and then I was like, yeah, nap, a nap sounds better but than the pool. Wasn't that after the pool? No. It was before the it pool? It was before. Okay. Um, but you napped after the pool as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The pool, while well, the pool wore me out, we went around the... <laughs> yeah, so, so Cabana Bay has two pools. Um, one of them has a slide, which we did not get to because it was on the complete other side of the resort. Uh, but the main pool has a lazy river... Which was perfect. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I do wish you could like float around with a drink. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, we I gosh, we went around the Lazy River and just talked for like. We did it twice with like taking a break in between, but it's probably an hour total. Oh yeah, at least at least an hour. Yeah, talked about music for pretty much an hour. We did. Yeah, which you know, 
riding the rides, all that stuff was great. I think we would both say a highlight of this trip was just the time that we got to spend yeah. together, the yeah. conversations, the shared experience. It was it wasn't like, oh, you know, we got to ride Hagrid's. It was like, wow, we got to ride that amazing ride together and yeah. then talk about it. And that's what made most of them most yeah, of the cool. most of the attractions so great. And um you know, one one of the one of the great moments of this trip also was the dinner at Big Fire. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, like the com- the conversation that. and the yeah. meal and all that, but so and we had a great waiter. Yeah, our waiter was awesome. Yeah, talked with us the whole time. He was wearing wasn't he wearing like a Jurassic Park uh, tie or something? Mask. Oh, face mask yeah. is what it was. Yeah. And we're like, oh yeah, do you go to the parks? He's like, yeah, I have a season pass. We're like, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> like, why <laughs> you worked right next to it? Of course you do. Um, but Big Fire, man, this meal was freaking fantastic. So first of all, we are both big bourbon fans they have their own edition of the woodford reserve a, a barrel s- select for a big fire okay. so i got the classic old-fashioned which featured that you got some blackberry some blackberry you know again i went for the uh the touristy drink and it i guess i was up. really surprised because he would he drinks straight bourbon and this was <laughs> it not paid that. off it was just it was a old-fashioned made with blackberry syrup instead of sugar basically mm-hmm. it was really good it, yeah it was good so yeah um you got the ribeye cowboy ribeye cowboy ribeye i got a filet and the pork belly mac and cheese pork belly mac and cheese which both of those were so good yeah. pork belly mac and cheese delicious F- filet was you know juicy perfect they cook everything over fire that's why it's called big fire you can smell um, you can smell when you go in. You can smell it on your food. It's just yep. great. Yeah. Yep. Um, I I felt my steak was cooked perfectly. Yeah. I think you did too. The waiter was cool. Server. We yep. talked to the waiter probably for thirty minutes after we got done eating. I know. I, I <laughs> felt bad because I'm like, I mean, it might have other tables, tables or something. Either. But normally, I I served for almost a decade. If you're staying there talking with tables about like kind of nonsense you probably don't have other tables the problem is you turn around after your conversation you realize you got sat twice and you're like oh no what do i do now um but yeah he was the one that was just like do you guys ride motorcycles we're like no and he's like hagrid's is the closest roller coaster of experience i've had to riding an actual motorcycle okay trust him i'd have to say yes do you remember when i drank somebody else's water though (laughs) so here's the story so the waiter, you know, he's he's cleaning off another table, and then he starts talking to us. He's holding a glass of water that he took from a customer that already left, and he put it down on the table. Yeah, to talk with his hands. You so know, sense. we had our glasses of water there, and so <laughs> Keenan picks up and starts drinking. This. Okay, mine was out. I knew mine was out. I thought he had an untouched glass of water, or, you know, he had drank just a little bit of his water. Thinking I did, not not the waiter. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I thought it was my dad's water, and I was like, oh, man, I'm so thirsty. So I go to take a drink of it, and then I look over, and I see his empty glass of water, and I'm like, this is not yours. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think it's the previous table. And, and, then, in, did, and in my mind's eye, I see him setting the glass down yeah. on the table. I, I picture the whole thing, and I'm like, that's totally what that is. I, that's so vile. It's already disgusting, and then with COVID, it's just like – but he you, lived you, to tell. So. You, but you just realize how gross it, everything is, and that just amplified it. So that was really funny. We were dying <laughs> laughing at that point. So, all right. So we've got the evening now. We're like, we're going back into the parks. But 
we done everything. I think we just did not know what to do with ourselves. Yeah. And we're like, everything's got kind of a long wait. Do you want to wait for this? Do you want to wait for that? Not really. I was like, all right, dad, I got it. I'm going to buy us some beers and we're going to go wait in line for the Hogwarts Express because that's the only thing left that I have to do. So we went to Hogshead. I knew there was a secret menu where they mix the drinks. And so I got the Black Hog, which is the Hogshead brew, which is like an amber ale, red ale, something like that, uh, on the bottom and then Guinness on top. And you got, which was Dragon supposedly Sun. called the Deathly Hollows. Is that what it was? Well, but apparently you can't call it that, that for yeah, some whatever yeah. reason. So so we read that it was called the Triple, so we ordered the Triple. But the guy still didn't know what we were talking about. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like the three beers together. And he said some name. Yeah. I forget what it was. And we're like, yes, that's what, that's what we want. But that one is um, Strongbow on the bottom, Hogshead Brew in the middle, Guinness on top. I liked mine better. You liked yours better. I, really I think we it. can agree that both were like delicious yeah. English style. Like you felt like you went to an English pub, got yeah. a nice black and tan. Yeah. And then we waited. That was good. For a train I again. really enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, I'm surprised I haven't come back and tried to duplicate it. Duplicate it. Yeah. Well, you got to get the hogshead. How are you going to get the special well, beer? Well, you know, because that, you know, I don't know what would be near that, but. There's got to be something. Yeah, some sort of amber ale or yeah. something. Yeah, unfortunately, I did not like when the Hogwarts Express broke down. I kept <laughs> announcing, we're having difficulties. We will resume shortly. It's like, ugh. But at least we had our beer and our company. And uh, I don't know. We did that. And again, we still were just like, I don't know what to do. And it was one of those, we didn't get Hagrid's virtual queue. I was like, do you want to wait for the nighttime show? you kind of got to get there early to get a spot at um, Central Park or whatever. And we were both kind of like, no, <laughs> we're spent. I mean, cause we went so hard. And the funny thing is we did not need to go that hard on day one, but we knew it was spring break. We knew it'd be busy. We're like, well, we've got the energy. Let's just squeeze in I'd as much as we can. I'd do it again that same way. I probably would yeah. too. I would just have maybe more of a game plan for I like, it was pretty cool evenings. to get in five rides by noon. Yeah. Well, and on this day and eat in between. Well, actually we, Five rides, had snacks, and lunch by noon. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and five of the biggest rides. Yeah. And then on day two, we did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven rides before lunch, and then an eighth after lunch. Yeah. And we had done everything. And we didn't wait, but half an hour for everything at most. Walked on to Fast and the Furious. Yeah, the only, basically, the biggest, walk, we did 10 minutes for Transformers, <clears throat> half an hour for Rip Ride Rocket, Probably half an hour for Simpsons. Walked on to Despicable Me. Half an hour for Gringo. It was about a half an hour yeah, for The only everything. waits we had was for the train, both directions. And Bourne. Those were the and two. Bourne, yeah. Those were the, yeah, those are the three times we, well, we really waited. we did have waited. beers while we were waiting on those. The train and Bourne. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so now we know, Next, uh, when you're doing the other Hogwarts Express, get your beer. Yeah. Or butter beer or whatever. But yeah, we kept we did, kept souvenir shopping. I mean, that's another thing about theme parks is all the all the shops are themed and stuff. So you know, I think we did, went around Hogsmeade a little bit and did some yeah. shopping. And I was looking for like the ultimate gift for Rachel, and I probably drove you nuts with this because I could not find. I wanted to find a Hufflepuff mug, and they were just all kind of ugly or gigantic. Like we don't we want normal sized coffee mugs in theme parks. I know. I know that we're not influencers. We don't have people working at theme parks who are listening to this. But if you know someone <laughs> who works at like theme park merchandise, please make some normal sized coffee mugs. Not these gigantic, gaudy, awkward. Yeah, all sorts of different shapes and sizes that are hard to drink out of. 
but but that are also good looking because they're either normal and like plain as day with virtually nothing on it or they're out of control crazy and i just want something in between so i felt like i, I just couldn't do it felt like i couldn't find rachel the perfect gift but it turns out we did the next day so to no surprise the next morning i'm like he's like my dad's like are you really getting up to to go to the parks again in the morning i was like i, I gotta ride hagrid's this is the only chance i'm gonna have to ride this ride again <laughs> and i was like are you gonna do it he's like if you are i am and i'm like okay <laughs> so we wake up i shower i pack my suitcase and we shared a suitcase because frontier charges you out the wazoo for multiple suitcases we're like unnecessary we'll share a suitcase i pack my half of it and you kind of roll over and you're like hey so uh what do you think about what do you think about me packing up for us and then I'll meet you at Born. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm like, yeah, except I'm already packed, but that's fine. You you do that. You pack for us. <laughs> Take it down to Bell Services and meet me there. So I am in line for the theme park. This is the earliest of all three days. I'm feeling good. It's like six. I'm super far. It's like six thirty, but I'm super far up in the queue. I'm gonna be one of the first people on Hagrid's. Oh man, I was feeling it. I get inside of the castle to Hagrid's. I mean, just inside the castle. And the ride breaks down for a flipping hour. I could not believe it. Because I'm like, here we go. I'm going to ride Hagrid's. It's going to be, you know, not even 7 o'clock. I'm going to be stepping off this ride. I'm going to go ride the Hulk again. That was my plan. I was like, I'm riding the Hulk. Uh, I'm going to ride um, Forbidden Journey again. This is, And I'm going to get both of those in before I see my dad for Born. No did not happen um but i did get off of hagrid's which was amazing totally worth it glad i waited for it um and forbidden journey was posted at 65 minutes and here is my advertisement for the touring plans app the touring plans app had the queue at 30 minutes it said the listed wait time is 65 the, it'll take you 30 and i'm like ah oh, i don't know this line looks long I, I can't i don't know and i knew that i'd be pushing it because if it was 65 i'd be pushing getting there on time for born i'm like i'm gonna risk it anyway and i was on and off in like 32 minutes <laughs> so i swear by the touring plans same thing happened to disney way more accurate than the actual parks app i even had enough time to ride the kitty coaster flight of the hippogriff <laughs> oh gee you didn't tell me that i did i thought i did I I anyway it's this little like um it's, barnstormer type kid. what was that used to be called oh you're right it, they did retheme it it was an old coaster wasn't it yeah it was the twin wasn't it? no they completely got rid of that okay. and replaced it with Hagrid's okay. you're thinking of dueling dragons yeah. Yeah. no but I do this coaster might have been there beforehand as a kitty coaster I can't remember it reminds me of some of the better kitty coasters I've ridden where there is an actual kind of drop and there's a little bit of G force Slink. on the turns. Not, not as good as not Slinky Dog. No, Slinky Dog's the best kitty coaster in the world. Um, but, but it was cool. There was like a, there was a Griffin animatronic. So, you know, or, or Hippogriff, I should say, uh, you got a nice view of the castle. You go by the castle. So I was like, yeah, this is, this is worth it. I mean, I waited 10 minutes for it. And so then I, I, Book it over to Universal Studios. The freaking path from Dr. Seuss Land was closed. So I had to go all the way back out inside the park. And I somehow still beat you. And I'm like, okay, what is going on here? And you had lost your ticket. So I lost my ticket. So the cool thing, well, not so cool, was when we got our tickets that night when we were talking about the guy at the booth. And so he said, take a picture of your ticket in case you lose it. 
So I did. However, you just can't whip out your phone and say, here's my ticket. Mm-hmm. When you're going through the turnstiles, they won't just take that. And I got in an argument with a guy. He had to get the supervisor over. No, super- you didn't tell me that. I said, well, come on. I said, I got my ticket. He goes, no, hold on. He brings over the super. No, you got to go stand in line. So I had to go stand in line at will call, basically. And um, it wasn't hideous, but at first I was kind of ticked off, but then it was moving pretty Were fast. you the male equivalent of a Karen? I wouldn't know. I wasn't that bad. I wasn't that bad. I was just kind of irritated that. It's right here. You can see my ticket. I would have been irritated too, only because the guy told us take a picture if I you even lose told it. Him but, that. but what I think what he was saying was take a picture if you lose it, so you can get a replacement, yeah, well, not so you can get yes. into the parks. Now, here's my pro tip: put your ticket into the app. So for me, my ticket I put into the app. So if that had happened to me, because I even there were even a couple times where I would just have them scan my ticket inside the app instead of my my paper ticket. Well, here's the deal, though. So did you scan it? Yeah. Okay, so when I was in line waiting to get my new ticket, I was trying to put the numbers into the app. And that didn't work. It wouldn't take the numbers. No, I did. I scanned it. Okay, yeah. So scan it. Don't try to punch in your numbers. Yep. Unfortunately. But I was back out, and we got Seaborn the second time. We did. And both times, it broke down. Yeah. Which is funny, because, like, Rise breaks down all the time. Like, that, that, that trackless system, they just haven't perfected it yet. Uh, both times they came out and did like a little. So, this happens sometimes with the. But this the second time was much shorter. Shorter. And they were, but they kind of explained we're going to jump back into the scene. Sometimes we rewind it to the beginning of the scene and completely reset. Sometimes we pick up right where we left off. They did rewind the scene a little bit yeah. because it was they had to sync it up with what was happening on the screen. But the first time it broke down, we didn't mention this before. It was probably a good seven minutes, seven yeah. eight minutes or so of like telling us the technology and how the technology works which was, was kind of cool it was cool because we didn't know exactly. he thought it was part of the show he's like no they they stopped us because they were just trying to give you all the details of how this whole thing works which was cool so i enjoyed it it was almost as good the second time obviously the the factor of being blown away about how just like i don't know i thought it was just as good well the I, first time i just was like holy crap this is not what i expected the second time i was like more focused on like how does this work? This is so You're impressive. You were focused on how many of the guys in the fight scene were real. That's <laughs> well, there's that, and there's one scene where he jumps off of a tower, yeah. and he jumps onto like a helicopter cable, yeah. and I just don't know how they do uh-huh. it. I, and I think I figured it out, but, like, you're right. I was focused, I mean, I was kind of focused on, like, how does this work? The wind's whipping. You're feeling it. The water. Oh, yeah, you you're know. going over the ocean. The water, you yeah, get splashed it's just, with the water. Uh, it, the, it, it, it's a must do. We could have so, done a whole episode on the Born Stuntacular. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got to get my wife a t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be Born. We love Born. She's going to love it. She will love the show when she goes, yeah, though, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of running out of time. We didn't, you know, again, spring break, peak, did not mention this, but the parks were at capacity. Another reason to stay on site. We were guaranteed entry, but there were people outside of the parks waiting to get in. Um, so it was very crowded. So because we had our flight in the late afternoon, we did not have a ton of time left. But I was like, look, Dad, I keep hearing about these <laughs> tater tots from Green Eggs and Ham. And I'm like, I know it sounds weird, but I really want our lunch to be from Dr. Seuss land. And he's like, OK, I trust you. And we went over there and I got the buffalo chicken, chicken. loaded tater tots. 
and you got the green eggs green and eggs ham and loaded tater tots, and we both were like, "What the hell? There's no reason this should be so, this good." It was, it was amazing. It's incredible. It was like tater tots or tater tots, okay? But then they put. I had diced ham, and I had the green eggs. Is basically scrambled eggs with spinach in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Yours had like a cheese sauce and a cheese sauce on, on top of that. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, you're talking comfort food. You know, we're Midwestern guys, so comfort food is always good. But it like, was, and they were like ten bucks. Yeah, and we get this and it was bowl. a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Well, we were like, we saw the bowls, and we're like, I guess we could have split this. Yeah. No, <laughs> we both devoured the entire thing. So yeah, mine was uh, tater tots, buff like fried buffalo chicken, and you know it's yeah. just like the buffalo chicken nuggets that yeah. you could get at like the grocery store. But man, buffalo sauce, melted mozzarella, it, it, it was, was to good. die for. It, it was, was so good. I definitely, <laughs> we were laughing. Definitely, we're like, how, I'll, how I'll is get this, it again. This good. I mean, I, there's there's two things I would get. Well, if I go back, when I go back is the hot dog at Duff's mm-hmm. and the tater the tots. Tater tots. Our two quick service meals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's actually quite a few things I would have to get. I think I'd have to get butterbeer again. I think i got to get another Black Hog. That, well, I would combo. get the triple. Oh. Yeah, i get the triple. But like we said, every, somehow all the food, all the drink was delicious. It's all good. It's all you good. Know, I definitely go to um, get our sushi again and get that. I just, mm-hmm. I'd only get that. I won't split it with you this time. Either. No. I would get one roll. Of Just that. for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I wouldn't do Big Fire again, it, it is pricey, um, but also it was it, it was very much typical of us to get the steak and the bourbon. Yeah. But if we went with our family, selling no, selling them on like an open fire bourbon and steak joint. No, they wouldn't. It's, it's... – I mean, there was couples there. Yeah, it's high class. Know, I would take I would take a date there. Not yeah, Rachel you take because... it'd be, it's a date place. <laughs> Wait, or I, I just did you hear what I said? What, what, I said Rachel. I would take a date there, but not Rachel. <laughs> Which sounds like I would take someone else other than Rachel. I'm just saying I could see you taking a date there, but I would not take Rachel because she'd get a salad. Then be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just it'd be a place she, where she'd she's be a like, vegetarian. there's not, not vegetarian, much but... on the menu that I could get. Yeah, that's that's why I wouldn't. Do no, that. I would take my wife there because she is a big. Oh yeah, she'd like it. She likes steaks. So, um, but yeah, it's a date restaurant or two guys sharing some bourbon restaurant and eating eating steak. Yeah, broing down with their waiter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was it. We went. Um, we're heading out the gates, and I'm like, look, I'm gonna stop at the trading post, the the gift shop on Islands of Adventure, which is. Um, I love that little port of entry area. I thought it was really cool themed. Um, I'm like, I got to get Rachel a souvenir. It's got to be Harry Potter. I'm going to, I'm like, I- I'm settling. I'm like, I'm just going to get her this mug. And we had looked at a couple of different mugs and you're like, get her this one, not the other one. I'm like, you're right. It's like the beer Stein mug. <clears throat> and then I see a scarf that is the Marauders map. And if you know my wife, she loves her scarves. And it was kind of like, it was the perfect gift. It was neutral enough that she could wear it with just about any outfit that it matches, but also Harry Potter nerdy yeah, enough. It, that it, doesn't somebody, sc- it doesn't scream Harry Potter. That if somebody, but if somebody saw it, they'd be like, wait, yeah, is that the Marauder's that map? Yeah. So, yeah, she really liked it. Definitely. Somehow I found the perfect gift for her, despite, gosh, probably a collective hour and a half. And all, and all my wife got was a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> was it the, did you get her the born one? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... 
um that that's our trip i hope you enjoyed our the trip report dad i certainly enjoyed the trip with you it was from start to finish a great vacation it was a great trip i appreciate you for setting it up and asking me this this is supposed to be last father's day right last year okay well yes yes i pitched it initially i think it was last spring break right before spring break and i was it was um my niece's birthday so this would have been february I was like, "Hey, what if we went to uh, what yeah. if we went to Universal like in June, just the two of us?" You're like, "That sounds great." Yeah, and then COVID. Yeah, and then COVID. So that didn't happen. But anybody out there that's listening, that you have a chance to bond with your kids or your dad, it'd be more like your dad. If people are listening to this, do it. It'll make his day. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was I mean, awesome. I'd say that heading to a theme park and spending three days at the theme park probably isn't the bonding experience for everyone, but it totally for works us, for us. Yeah. yeah. It brought back a lot of memories. So we've yeah. been there as a family. Uh, so yeah, we're like, we got to do this again sometime. And, and we brought up probably a lot of laughs okay talking about, um, yeah, I don't want to get with that, but yeah, Keenan's mother, my wife who passed yeah, my away. Late, my yeah. late mom. Yeah. And, it was good. Uh, it was, a, it was healthy she, for the soul. Yeah, this it was trip. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cool. Well, right. that that's that's the episode. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a yeah, part of our thank, world. And, and thanks for inviting me. Appreciate yeah, it. To that end, to here to talk about it. Anytime. Right. I'll take that trip a hundred times over. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P-O-O-W podcast. You could also shoot us an email, part of a world podcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614-392-8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.